Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another edition of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. To celebrate International Women's Day Sport, Ireland are promoting are, are promoting sorry, a Women in Sport Week, which is from March 8th to March 12th. And I'm delighted to be joined by Ashley Shorden. When we're, when we're talking about women in sport, there's no point in going anywhere else other than to our GA representative down in the AFLW. Um, with Colin Wood. Ashley, thanks for taking the time to talk to us early morning over there. Hey, thanks, Damien. Um, yeah, no, it's not too bad. I'm, it's coming up on to 9am, so we'll be getting ready to head to the gym after this. So it's, it's nice to be up and about early in the mornings here. It's good for the time zone as well, because it means I can catch my family and have a quick phone call and stuff with them. So um, to be honest, I probably get up early anyway, just to make sure I kind of get in um, a few phone calls with my family and then have the day kind of to to myself, I suppose. I suppose they, that's a lie-in for your family back home. We're, we're watching Jerry Shorten tweet all the time yeah. at four and five o'clock in the morning. Uh, saying, Another win for Colin Wood. I know, it's great. I have to give credit to my family. Um, the no matter what time the game is at, um, like I think the last game that we played this weekend was at um three forty in the morning, and up they got. Um, you know, it's, it's all my family, even the boyfriends, and my boyfriend is dragged along as well to get up. So it's kind of nice because I always then after the game when we get our phones back, I'm able to look at my phone and have a few nice messages from them. So you know, because I always look to them for feedback. Um, and you know, see what their perspective was. So it's kind of nice. I get a quick phone call in then maybe with dad um, before you kind of do recovery and stuff. But yeah, fair play to them. No matter what time the game, the games are at, they'll be up ready and watching. So it's good. Yeah, definitely. And it's great, it's great to see the, the family in it. Another wonderful win at the weekend. You beat the Bulldogs um, 51-15 in round six. That's six from six. Sitting top on, on on the table with four points to spare now um, going into round seven. But a, a bit of a different victory this weekend. You had to come from behind after the first quarter. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think our first quarter and even our first half was definitely a very slow start for us. Um, yeah, we just we just weren't performing. We Our shape, everything was kind of a bit messed up. Um, our structures and stuff, I think um, usually it takes us after half time, we kind of hit a perp or like a, a bad path. But um, after half time, no, we just snapped straight back to our usual selves. And um, yeah, then the second half was much more exciting, and it was much more um how we play. Um, so it was always good then. And then I suppose then once we started taking the scores over, um, they all just started to come together. So a lot of learnings. Yeah, definitely. Um, look, looking at it, I'm just looking at your your you know as the games are going on the um. The, the skill level seems to be getting better and better in the AFLW games. The the handling, the touches, the 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 positional sense, it all seems to be improving. Is the is the week in, week out games being a big advantage to you? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, for me, anyways, I kind of like just you know playing them every weekend. Um, in saying that, probably after round five, I think a lot of us um were quite sore. Our bodies were kind of you know you could really feel it in your body. You know, after five rounds. Um, so we kind of had a bit of a deload week leading into the Bulldogs, um, which I think was much needed um, because, you know, you, you wake up the next day and I even remember after round five and I never was sore in my life. And I don't know why it wasn't like I got more tackles or anything like that. But, you know, your body does take the load. Um, so uh, definitely skill wise and stuff, it is improving. Um, I think the competition has improved immensely and each year it definitely will. But yeah, playing games every weekend does help that as well because I suppose people keep building on their confidence um, which is always great This weekend now you're looking ahead you're flying up to Brisbane for the game Saturday night your time Sunday morning 4 10 again another early rise in the Sheridan household but yeah, Brisbane with 5 wins out of 6 games they'll be looking to bring you back down to their level Yeah Brisbane are a good side and um, we played them again we played them last year as well in Brisbane um so you know they they are doing quite well and they have some really uh, key players so um i'd say it'll be a very tough contest and obviously both teams will be hoping to get the win um i think we're both in the top 6 but you know you still want to keep performing leading into each um game because especially coming to the end of the season or the end of the nine rounds um it's where you know, it really matters. You know, teams are going to be trying to get into that top six position. So I think for anyone, you know, you really don't want any any loss coming into the last few rounds before we lead into finals. And I suppose explain to to us exactly. So another three rounds to go, seven, eight, and yeah. nine, and then it goes into the the finals, as it's called over there. So top six go into the finals, but yeah, the the, the top two automatically get to what we'd call a semi final. And yeah. then the, the, the next four play quarters. Yeah, so um, I think out here, because it kind of confused me last year. So yeah, top team one and two, um, they get a bye the first week of finals. So technically that's quarter finals. So team three will play team five and team four will play team six or something like that. Um, and then team one and two get a, a rest that week. And then, then it goes into the semifinals or as they call the prelim. Um, so um, then that would be like team one plays the winner of one of the groups and team two plays the winner of the other group and then both winners then go on and play in the finals. So I think the way they call it out here and um, their semi-finals is technically our quarterfinals and then our their prelim is technically our semi. So it's a, a little bit confusing because it did confuse me a bit last year, but I think that's how it works. So people probably see... Um, a team's in the semi-final, um, if it, that's the way it's on social media from an Australian base side, um, it probably means that they're in a quarter-final. Okay. Yeah. So, so for the first time in your life, you don't you, you don't want to make the semi-finals. You want to get straight into yeah. You want to get the to the prelims. To the prelims. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's 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 been a, a brilliant season so far. I suppose what has been the difference in terms of 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 for the pies that is are doing so well this season compared to last year and, and even yourself, um, you know, what's made the difference for you? Um, I think this year, you know, we're, we were building last year and we always seen that, um, you know, we had a new coach last year um, a few new players and stuff. And I suppose we kind of used that as a building year and we met it to the semifinals last year and we lost out. Um, 
narrowly to North Melbourne, but we kind of seen what we had as a team um, and seen the potential we could reach. And I suppose we all kind of, we all trust our process and, you know, what we believe in and, you know, the way we play and, you know, we keep playing the way we play no matter who we're playing. Um, and I think that's been really working for us. And then I suppose we, we seem to all actually get on really well and have a good vibe, I suppose, in the, in the, in the team itself. Um, and I suppose when you trust everyone around you and, you know, everyone there is essentially your best friend, you know, you really do do anything for your team. Um, so I think that has been a big, massive thing for us. Um, and yeah, just the coach, Steve, he's been great. Um, we really believe what he stands for. And, you know, he, I think he's a great insight and um, yeah, we really trust our process. And when you mentioned the, the coach, Steve, I've heard him mention in a couple of interviews. Is, is this his first season? Was he with you last year? He was, yeah, he was with was us there? last year. Okay. Yeah. And, and and his yeah. his background is in, like, was he uh, an AFL player or did he come through the ranks in um, coaching? Or? He's, he, yeah, he came through the ranks um, in coaching. Um, so he's had a lot of experience coaching different teams. And then obviously you have your assistant coaches alongside. So this year we have, um, a mid, you know, you have your midfield coach, um, your forwards, and your backline coach. Um, and you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes on in the background as well. You know, that help. Um, and then you have Steve, who's obviously kind of over it all. Um, so that's that's good. But yeah, no, I have to say, like we've new, we have a new um forwards, mids, and back coach this year, and I think um they've been outstanding, and you know, have really helped us as well. And um, so credit to them as well. Mm, I suppose. Now that you're six from six, are you starting to notice a bit more attention? Definitely, it seems to be when you look up Colin Wood, it's not too hard to find information in terms of the, the women's uh, AFL team. So are you noticing the profile gathering? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think that's for all AFL W teams as well. You know, it's I find that out here and, um, you know, it's, it's AFL is like the it's just like a massive religion I suppose you'd call it like I mean it's it's so massive out here it's you know and especially in Melbourne it's like the heart of sport Um, so even then for us um, and for um, now that we're winning and we're probably getting more game time or even at home you know um, a lot of people are starting to recognize Collingwood and um, probably because of how well we're doing so definitely there's been a lot more I suppose even on social media little things like that and um. You know, people always say with Colleen Wood, you either love or you hate them. So I think we're we're getting a lot of people to love us. So that's that's always a positive. Yeah, it's definitely definitely loving loving watching the games. I've seen yeah to you off off air how Monday night now for me is 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 watch the highlights package on TG yeah and everyone's getting really behind it, talking to more people who seem to be following it. I don't know is that just in the in the Cavan area or or across the country, but it seems to be definitely picking up. DM, I, I I was I was asking you this off off air, so I, there's a there is a lot of LGFA ladies footballers over there, Irish yeah. players at the minute. Um, my idea behind this now is that because it's a split season, that the 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 LGFA could sell the rights for the intercounty championship to Australian TV because you have such profile over there now that it might help introduce the game a wee bit more than it has been in the past. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's something we always talk about as well. With you know the girls in our teams, you know how would they, um, come over to Ireland? Like you know how would they respond? You know playing our game. And, you know, to see how that kind of goes. But I definitely think that would be a great shout. Because um, I know 
a lot of the girls over here would actually love to um, see ladies Gaelic football and see how the game goes because you know we're constantly talking about it um, and you know this is what we do and this is how we play and you know um, this is you know if we switch the ball this way you know because we'd even talk to the coaches about you know um, how Gaelic footballers play because sometimes um, it's, it, it is a lot different to AFLW so like in terms of switching the ball, it is a little bit harder in AFLW or like certain types of runs or the way, you know, your hat or your wings might play. Um, so that we always kind of go forward and back to the coach and like, oh, well, this is kind of what we see as a Gaelic footballer. Um, so I definitely think it'd be great because I know some of the coaches have mentioned, you know, they'd love to go to Ireland and actually see us play and see how we um, are with our teams. So... Yeah, it'd be handy. It'd be very good now if they, if it could be on television out here. I definitely think a, a good few people would be into it. Yeah, I definitely think so because I, I was looking at a, a YouTube um, episode of The Grind, which is brought, I think it's the AFLW who, who bring it out, but basically episode five is is uh, yourself and Sarah Robin picked up at the airport and, and it's showing a clip yeah. against Kerry. But uh, like you can you can obviously see that they're making the link with, with the Irish players. There's the connection there. There's great, great crack, great slagging going on. Sarah Rowe seems like she's well, well capable of taking the slagging because she seems to get plenty of it. She's well fit to give it as well. <laughs> don't be fooled by, don't be fooled by her smile. She's, She's well fit to give it, but uh, yeah, no. Um, to be fair, it's I have to give credit to the club. They've been so good with myself and Sarah, and you know, even the girls and everything like that. You know, um, they're always good, and you know, even with St Patrick's Day and stuff last year, and um, they had lovely videos from our families at home, and um, so they always do their best to make us feel at home. And then, I suppose as well with all the Irish girls, you know. To be fair, they've all been doing quite well and holding their place in their own teams. Um, so that's always great to see. But uh, yeah, no, it, there is good crack out here. You know, we, as we said, the word crack and, you know, they, they laugh at that. Sometimes some of, some of the sayings we come out with, they, they're like, can you slow down? Or, um, you know, what what are you actually trying to say? Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's good. So come here, you you were cooking the breakfast on on that episode of the Grind. Oh. What, what was it? Was it was it a uh, Malin sausages or Barry John's? Was it? No, <laughs> no athlete diets. Athlete diets. Um, no, I can't. I can't actually remember what that was. It was probably eggs. Eggs anyway, eggs. and something. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were probably arguing about cooking and cleaning. I think in that video, <laughs> myself, Ruby, and Sarah. So it's funny. Um, yeah, no, we all get on really well and it's good that we're all kind of in the one team and on the one the one wavelength. So um, it does make things a lot easier. Deadly, deadly. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Come here. So in the week that's in it, obviously, we're, we're, we're trying to promote um, women in sport, but I, I heard a, a comment earlier on. I thought it was it was kind of very apt in one way, and yet different for you. That you know you have to see it to to be it or to become it. 
obviously you didn't see anybody being an, an AFLW player um, from Ireland in the past, but how, how important are role models in general? Like, who were, who were your role models growing up? Um, growing up for me, I again, I always looked to my family. And I think, I, and people always ask me, who did I look up to? And I, I honestly do mean it was my family. You know, my mom and dad, you know, both of them were heavily involved in sport, whether they were playing themselves or coaching. Same with my sisters and being the youngest of four and all of us playing football. Um, I mean, we did every sport you can think of. Um, of course, we had to do cross country, which <laughs> let's just say there was a lot of fights on the Sunday morning and mom was like, girls, we're going here to go cross country. And I mean, it was the worst. <laughs> I still, I'm still traumatized from it. But no, um, lo- looking up when I was growing up, it was always, I was brought to my sister's games. I was togging out, um, even though I was too young, you know, and I was still a part of it. And it was something I always looked up and said, okay, I want, and want to be as good as my sisters or my parents. Or like, you know, I was brought into um, the teams they were coaching, so it was senior ladies, and I was only maybe six. I was in, in that environment. And I suppose I always looked to them teams and said you know this is where I want to be when I'm older and um, it's kind of for me it's it's definitely my family and they've had probably the biggest influence on my career to date because again as I said no matter what time games are at or anything like that they'll be there I know it's killing them that they can't get out this year and um, because they didn't get out last year to see any of the games but um, I'm very lucky and yeah. So I suppose lo- looking at then talking about role models, like the, the lads in Cavan are going to have to step up because between Leona Maguire getting a top 10 finish at the weekend, you making it six from six, Leanne Kearney over playing with West Ham as well there. Ladies are leading the way in terms of, of, of being professional sports uh, or, or athletes in Cavan. So we have a lot to live up to. Yeah, um, I, I suppose that's a, that's a tricky one. Um, I credit to the men and how well, I suppose, as well they did this year. And, you know, our all-stars as well, um, I suppose, because people can understand that out here, how, you know, Gaelic football isn't a professional sport. Um, and even for the lads, um, you know, that we'd explain, you know, the, the county men, essentially, they're, they're amateurs, you know. We'd be like, they're the top of their game and they're unbelievable athletes. But again, it's just an amateur sport. So, um. Credit to the all-star lads as well. We'll give them give them a good shout out. You know, they did they, they, they did the county proud. Um so yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's looking at it though, like I suppose what 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 are the challenges maybe that people wouldn't expect? They're looking at you and, and Leanne and 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 Leona, you know, that are that live and dream, I suppose. But what are the things that people wouldn't expect that are that are the difficult parts of being a, a, a full-time athlete? Um, I suppose it's you do make a lot of sacrifices um, and sometimes you have to be a bit selfish with your time Um, you know you see I know obviously I'm in a different country but like there is times you're like I can't do this because I actually have to go do my training session and especially over Christmas I remember last year when I was when I came home for like that 10 day period like I had a lot of training I had to fit into so essentially you couldn't talk to me till I got my training done because I was like okay I'll talk to you when I'm home. I need to go run, do my running session, which would clock up to 10 kilometers. I need to do my gym session. I can't actually go out. I can't do this because I have to do a skill session, you know, and there is a lot of sacrifices. And even out here, you would see that, um, you know, our, our weeks of re- revolve around our sport, basically. So, you know, our training, our gyms, um, our nutrition, everything, you know, there is a lot of sacrifices that have to be made. 
Um, and then I suppose it being selfish with your time. So understanding when you can take that break and when not. So if you only get a certain time off and you're like, you know what, I actually just need time to myself. And um, sometimes you do have to kind of put yourself first. But in saying that, it's it's one of the things I actually love about it as well. I love the challenge of having to do them training sessions and and you know push myself to the best of my ability you know it is it is tough but it's it's one of the reasons I love it as well and um, because you know you're training for a purpose or you know um you're better than yourself essentially so um yeah it's I suppose it can be seen as a positive and a negative but you know there is a lot of sacrifice I suppose with being in this that you know have to med you know even I suppose it's the same um with county and stuff at home you know our summer is our our season um and you know if your friends don't play sports you know and they're going away on holidays you know pre-covid times um there was always a lot of times I'd say I actually can't go because I have a game that weekend and so I did miss out on a lot of things like that but look I wouldn't change anything um because I'm out here now and um yeah I love it is is that part of it like would you hear an awful lot about about the sacrifice about you know that that I have to say no to a lot of things in order to achieve my goals but is there part of you that that enjoys the saying no because you nearly know that you're doing something nobody else is doing and therefore it's going to give you that edge yeah definitely um I that's what yeah I see it sometimes as a positive because again it's it's something I've always wanted to do so I'm out now that I'm actually doing it um you know I'm I'm glad to be <laughs> doing a horrible running session as much as I hate it I'm glad to be doing it you know that kind of thing yeah. you know in the pre-season um you you love it but you hate it all the same um but yeah no there I definitely would say I do love it as well and you know there is a certain sacrifice you know obviously not seeing my family or or my boyfriend and stuff but again the support I've had with has been great so um again it's sometimes you just have to put yourself first I think um which can be hard to do but yeah I think it comes with the sport as well mm. are, are there are there more barriers do you feel the fact that you're you're female to becoming a top top athlete um I don't I honestly don't know I, it is hard you know especially for the men as well Um, I suppose for females I, I mean, you, you don't get as much recognition which I think has always been the case or you know even things like you know the payment differences between the men and the women is you know I, it's just crazy like and you don't realize it till you till you hear about the men but again I suppose for if I talk about AFLW you know it's only in I think it's in its maybe fifth year. So um, I think in a few years time, the sport will definitely be professional and um, there definitely will be a little bit more, um, not as much of the difference, I think, between the men and the women. But um, I suppose for any athlete, there might be a bit of a barrier, but you probably, for females, you probably just don't get as much recognition. And if you do, you're probably told, well, you know, it's still females, so it's probably not not good standard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's is is in fairness to the AFLW and the AFL as a whole, they're 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 leading the world in terms yeah. of that they're they're really investing in it. You can see the promotional work that's going on. Yeah, you can see they've obviously invested the money in terms of bringing you guys over. But you can also see the crowds are starting to get behind it. Like I'm looking at videos of your games, and there's there's thousands yeah. of them. 
thousands yeah no credit to the afl and the aflw like the promotion work they do and you know even in melbourne we're only allowed half capacity crowds i think still so um you know the work they do to get people to support us and i think it's you know our games are constantly on television out here they're streamed on like five different channels and five different five different ways like so if it's on an app if it's on channel seven something like that and um, so credit to all that because it's it's getting more talk about the game it's getting more promotion about the game and then obviously people are seeing more of it so when they're seeing it um you know they start to enjoy it or it's just getting more publicity really and you know each year it will just keep raising the standard of the game and do you feel it's important for you to promote yourself in terms of for the next generation, for kids coming along? Yeah, definitely, because I would get a few messages now, um, especially on social media, from I, I, actually a lot of Irish probably looking to see, and, you know, they're seeing um, all the Irish players out here, and, you know, they're wondering, you know, they might only be young, and how can they get to that, um, or how can they get out here in the future? And I suppose, for me, it was lucky how it came about. I don't know how it's going to be in five, six years' time, because the standard is constantly increasing, out here so it'll be interesting to see but yeah I suppose for me it's something like I I do promote as well on on my socials and stuff because um you know it's something I can always look back on but again you know I know there's people that actually enjoy it and you know it especially with nothing going on in Ireland you know people actually love following the AFLW which is always nice um but yeah I, I suppose you know it is it is good I suppose to promote yourself um, and to show what you do and I suppose then those that are asking you for advice, some young budding uh, ladies footballer there that, that wants to follow the path and, and go down and play AFLW, what's the advice you're giving them? For me, I just say, you know, concentrate on what you're doing now. If you're playing Gaelic football, you know, try try keep improving in that each week or each game and, you know, get into the highest standard, you know. When you look at the girls uh, all out here, I, I suppose we've all played county football um, and, you know, unless you actually live in Australia and then go through the ranks out here. But if you're coming from Ireland, you know, essentially you probably want to be playing county football um, and just keep working on the basic skills. I, I try to get that message across a lot. You know, people think you need to do all this fancy thing, but sometimes just being able to kick off both right and left or being able to hand pass off right and left is um, even more important. And then I suppose just keep, keep working hard and keep aiming towards it you know and for me it didn't come about straight away and um, I didn't get selected the first time I did it and I just said okay if it's not meant to be it's not meant to be but I just kept doing my own thing and then the opportunity came about again and yeah I suppose what's for you won't pass yeah so um you know I just tried to tell them to keep working hard at what they're doing um and take on any feedback they can you mentioned earlier on about you were dragged to a lot of different sports was that do you think that that now in hindsight was an advantage the fact that you were adaptable yeah definitely I suppose because like growing up you know played and um, obviously played Gaelic but like did athletics and I suppose basketball and you know um, bits of soccer here and there but even you know your basketball your agility your sidestep and it does stick with you then that comes into your Gaelic football and then you know so there's a lot of you know correlation between all the sports and um, but that's that's the one thing you know I loved doing all the sports um, and I made sure that like you know every evening of the week I was out doing something um, some different sports and it does it does help because your coordination I suppose is is better just as um as a child even growing up you know and 
PE was always my favorite time. You know, I know a lot of times now it's like people dread it, but like, again, you can't take the easy route. Sometimes you have to work hard to get where you want to be. And that's, that's just how, how it is. Mm, I think that that's actually the, the best note to finish on hard work will pay off yeah. eventually, you know, but yeah, that's it. Exactly. It's uh, look at Ashing. Thanks very much. I, I don't think there's a, a better person we could have got on on the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast to to talk about women in sport and yourself. And we'll be uh, we'll be looking in next weekend to see can you get the better of the, the Brisbane Lions and hopefully then sure we could all go out to Shortens if if the restrictions yeah. are lifted we'll get there for, the, for, for the grand yeah. finals. Literally, yeah, Mullahorn will be. I'd still be buzzing now if that was the case. But yeah. We'll be interested to see you in the next few weeks, Go. Well, very best of luck, Ash. We'll, we'll be all watching and staying tuned. Thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Carvinaza, yeah! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Cavan to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Cavan are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonough, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Calvin! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah! Hurrah, yeah! <laughs>